it make it break out in bankruptcy and foreclosure. Okay, we're, okay. Living, we're dropping right. a lot of clues, but we're not yeah. gonna say specifically. Yeah, we, you know, it make you drop you. You know, you you break out in bankruptcy and foreclosure, and you go and look at your account. One day it's a hundred dollars, and the next day it's like two dollars and fifty three cents because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they done ran through it. Yep. Sounds like he could have been a venture capitalist. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was selling rocks. Yeah, he, so. <laughs> he was in the pressure gyms. Thank you for watching the Joke a Day podcast. Also, listening, I don't know why I just said watching when I know some people just audio uh, a podcast. That don't even sound right. Audio. audio. Listen, I just should have said listen. I'm trying to be like, uh, technically sound and i'm just messing it up right now get it get it together i'm trying bro i'm trying i'm a work in progress thank you for checking out the joker day podcast my name is lionel harris uh thank you this is uh episode three got my co-host with me david griffin i appreciate the recognition not calling me davy like you did the initial intro yeah, I'm going to keep bringing that up. Yeah, we two episodes beyond yeah, that that's now. Yeah, that's a spot for me, though. I, I see that. And I guess maybe do I owe you an apo- apology on, or you on record? You didn't apologize. I'm you pretty sure I did. You moved on past it as though it wasn't offensive to call me Davey. Man, it wasn't. You were just being overly, you know. know what I'm saying, sensitive. I don't identify as Davey. Okay. okay, that's fair. David. And I guess I should respect your pronoun. Yeah, respect <laughs> yeah, my bad. Respect my bad. It. My bad. So today uh, we got a very special guest, uh, someone who I believe started in the scene around the same time I started in the scene. Um, she's been someone that, uh, yeah, I remember hearing from the beginning. Maybe started a little, maybe a little after me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, originally from Harlem, New York, but uh, now a Virginia transplant. Make some noise for Donna. Yes, <laughs> and the crowd roars. Yes. Donna Lewis, uh, thank you for being with us. Thank um, you. Thank you for making the time to come out and do yeah. the podcast. I came all the way from overseas, from Hampton. Yeah, yeah over yeah. over the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I think really? it was AC. Yeah, really? you crossed one of the seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, cool. Definitely. That's true. That's true. Um, when did you start? When did what year was it? 2016. So we did start at the same. We started okay. at the same time. It's the oh, same yeah. year I started. Stand I up. graduated from was it uh, the Funny Bone uh, Comedy School in August of 2016. So yeah, we okay. um I started in May. You uh, took the class too. Or uh, I didn't take the class, okay. but I started that May, um, 2016. So just a few months. We start, I thought we started around yeah. the same time, same class. But okay. up until then, I had been doing a year of improv. Oh, okay, yeah. So before before doing, taking the class. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I remember the first time I saw you. Was in New Orleans actually, so it was a couple years after you had oh, been. Yeah. It must have been a few years after you had been there because you did the uh, Black Girl Giggles. Yeah, Black Girl Giggles. Like mm-hmm. you, you made the biggest, you made the biggest impression on me that night because there was a whole lot of comics performing that really? night. Okay. Yeah, I'm and glad I think I remember. I think yeah, you were yeah, you had the most memorable set. You know, you and of course Jennifer, my wife, was performing. She you was, better say that. She, of course, she was, and she was pregnant. That's why I know it was <laughs> around 2017, 2018. Something like Shout that. Shout out to Jennifer there. Griffin. Yes. Oh, cool. I cut. I won't try to cut you off. I'm just no, no, no. I was just, I was just saying because you was reminiscing about you know, 
y'all time. You right. Know, oh, you started when I started. I was like, I, I wanted to get in on it too and let her know. <laughs> Why you? I mean, remember. He saw me in I New mean, Orleans. Yeah, I, I saw in New Orleans. That's what I'm saying. I. I mean, I, in no disrespect, I don't mean it as an insult of anybody listening, but why did you make me sound like special needs when you mimic me just now? <laughs> I mean, I hear, I, hear, I, hear, I hear what I hear. Okay. All right. What made you decide to get into comedy at all? Like, what, what made you decide to do that? Well, I've been a fan of comedy since I was a little girl and I was sneaking to watch uh, Johnny Carson when I was supposed to go to sleep. Right. Because I wanted to see his monologue. And his sketches. Okay. Before yeah. I went to sleep every night, and um, actually got my butt whooped because my grandma said go to bed, and Johnny Carson needs to know that I took a butt whooping for him. Okay. <laughs> but also growing up in the house, my grandmama didn't didn't keep anything off limits. I listened to Red Fox and Wild Man Steve and Mom's Mabley Records because I'm of a certain age and we had records. Okay. And so she had party records. And so I listened to those. Um, just like comedy. I've always liked comedy. But fast forward to 2015. Okay. After being moving here and being here and being married, getting divorced, trying to figure out my life, I had joined uh, Meetup, the Meetup uh, okay. app, yeah. just okay. to find things to do because I didn't know what to do if I didn't have kids or a husband to clean up and cook after. So I'm like, I needed something to do. And I joined one of the social uh, clubs on there and somebody had posted, let's take an improv class. And I'm like, improv class, local. And so I didn't know they would, I didn't know you could, my brain even didn't even think that anyone could go to school to learn comedy or anything like that. So anyway, I ended up at push Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Push. Um, Push Comedy Theater, Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk. Um, and I took the <clears throat> Improv 101 class, and I just kept taking the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, now, you mentioned that, okay, it was it was post-divorce, moving down here. Why, why did you move down here? Was it for your job? Uh-uh. It wasn't for your job. No. Okay. All right. So I mean, that's and let me mention this. Tell the people where you work first of all. Yeah. I think which is I very, work at NASA, and yeah. I've been there twenty three years. So legit, NASA. like hidden figures, right? <laughs> comedian, right here. Yeah. Somehow, but I moved down here because my ex husband. I don't know if I can cuss, but my ex husband, because he make me cuss. Talk your stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, say what I you moved need to down say. here because of my dumbass ex husband. He was in the Navy. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 That's how a lot of us New York transplants come down here. I like to call Hampton Roads a refugee camp for for northern, northerners. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's I true. Agree. Yeah. A lot of That's New Yorkers, true. yeah. Specifically, I'm like, why Virginia of all places? Because even like you go back to shows like Cosby and stuff, it was always mm-hmm. Virginia. Even like Spike Lee joint, um, you know the movie School Days. The uh, what is it? The school on Cosby was here. Uh, uh, Hillman. 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 Hillman was supposed oh, to be because they used to play Hampton. Graham knew or whatever that grandma character mm. was from Virginia. Um, but I'm trying to think of the Spike Lee movie too. 
All I can think of is school when they was kids. Not no, Brooke, Brooklyn? not Crooklyn. 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 They yeah, they took they took they when went they, to visit the relatives in Virginia. That was here. Yeah, that was okay. It was specifically. Well, Rose. you know what happens? People come down here for Virginia Beach for vacation from New York, and they're like, "Oh, it's nice. Oh, the house is only two dollars a month. Right. Um, I'm gonna get me. I'm move." Right, right. <laughs> Disclaimer: They are no longer two dollars a month. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> not so, anymore. Please. I don't want to put out some fake news. You know what I mean? Now yeah, you gonna, plus the interest rates are way higher now. They're going to beat your pockets off your pants yeah. now. Yeah, so, it still ain't like living in New York City. No, still not. No, but not a lot of places aren't. I mean, no. they, right. in a class, New York is in a class of like a San Francisco or a Hawaii. Yeah, or Los Angeles. Yeah, that's like a whole that. different class. Mm-hmm. But it's not inexpensive to live here. It's just by comparison, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, a million dollars to get you... A one bedroom apartment right. in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Manhattan anyway. So, all right, you talk and you have had a lot to say about your ex on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's one yeah. thing that I do know about you, and that's been um, a lot of your material. How, how long before you started stand up were you divorced? Was it right after? Was um, it as it was happening? Was no, it like, I had been, let me see, 2003 is when I. Uh, packed up my farm fresh bags <laughs> okay <laughs> and left we broke up in 2003 the divorce wasn't final to th- until 2005 okay okay so it was a long time until i um discovered comedy that's why i was wondering like it had to have been something that just made i saw you say you went on meetup but something had to have make it click it, i was i think it was a relationship that had ended and i was like i'm going to tell jokes or something. I don't know. But when I saw the thing in the meetup group, is just, that's what spurred me to take the improv class. Right. Man. And from there, I just... Kept following the Just path. kept on going. Yeah. So was it was it love? Like, were you initially going to the meetup because of a breakup in the first place? You're like, let me no. meet some more eligible. No. <laughs> I ain't need nobody worth a dog going in those meetups at all. That was definitely just social outings. Okay. Because right. I joined a jazz meetup. I joined just a general social one. It was a lot of... I had found it. It was a lot of people over 40 and single from out of town here. Yeah. Yeah. This and, is one of those places that people move to. Yeah. There's not a lot as many people from this Right. They here. move here. It's like a it's like a Marvel uh superhero I like to call it a Marvel superhero origin story. Yeah. <laughs> the New York transplant man or woman. <laughs> yeah. You move down here because you came down here because somebody was in the military or whatever, yep. and y'all do your thing, and then somebody gets divorced. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you develop the comedic superpower, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what happened. Right. That's what happened. But so, yeah, I've been down here a long time. So a lot of times, when in, in the origin story, it's like somebody gets exposed to some toxic material yeah. but oh, in your he, case it's the toxic relationship yeah it was to- yeah <laughs> toxicity of yeah i got you is your hero hero origin or villain which one you can did you decide yourself? yeah that's a good, good oh question. i'm a hero in my story okay, okay. you dead going right because i survived that mess <laughs> yeah i don't want to out on everything but uh yeah he um he had he had look he had problems that he couldn't get over <laughs> which caused him to like you know 
it caught it make it break out in bankruptcy and foreclosure. Okay, we're, okay. Leaving, we're dropping right. a lot of clues, but we're not yeah. going to say specifically. Yeah, we, you know, it make you drop you. You know, you you break out in bankruptcy and foreclosure, and you go and look at your account one day it's a hundred dollars, and the next day it's like two dollars and fifty three cents because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they done ran through it. Yep. Sounds like he could have been a venture capitalist. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was selling rocks. Yeah, he, was selling <laughs> he was in the precious gems. Precious gems. Precious okay. gems. Yeah. My, my precious. Yeah, my precious. <laughs> Them the gems. Those are the rocks. I got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you survived. Uh, a rocky romance. Yes, I see did. What I did there? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. A rocket. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> on the pad, on the bed. Yeah, I did, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, there we go. go. Yeah, rocket. Mm hmm. How did you end up in NASA? Just out of like, what made? <laughs> it has a little bit to do with the rock star I was married to. Uh-huh. Um, that's uh, number three. That's number three. We yeah. gonna keep we yeah. gonna keep these puns going okay. without actually yeah. saying what yeah. it is. Okay. Um. Apparently, there's a time um, in the course of uh, of his his journey that he was um, not a rock star, right? And it okay. was a relative calm. And so at that time, I um, I went and was temping, just mm. temping, and selling Avon. I was an Avon star. I was selling twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of Avon. Wow! What a year? Yes. And so that's what I was going to do. He was like an Avon mogul. Yes, I was. <laughs> then one fateful day, during that time, that relative calm, we were having a yard sale. And we put all the stuff out in front of the house. <clears throat> and I said, can you go to the bank and get some change? Well, three days passed. <laughs> and the relative calm was done. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to put down the skin so soft and go get a job. <laughs> But yeah, um, and so I started temping for the temp agency, doing administrative work, because that's what I was doing anyway before I, you know, was doing all Avon. And anyway, so I went, I took a $10 an hour temp job at NASA in 2001. And I did well, and the, who, the people at NASA liked me, and they were like, um, we have a job. And so I got hired. As a temp, from well, from being a temp, from being a temp, and that was twenty three years ago. That's an amazing story. Mm-hmm. So you just, but I mean, it sounded like you was out here doing the thing. You was out here slinging like keys at Avon. Right. Yes, I was, I and and other people were slinging other things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were a very entrepreneurial family. I see. Uh, well, <laughs> I I was, you know, it was balanced. He was messing up all the money, and I was making it. Yeah, there you go. You but I got tired of that, so. So what? What is it that you do specifically there now? I'm called a configuration and data manager. And it all started as a temp. As a ten dollar an hour temp. Yo, just now I make one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, anybody watching? Look, I be trying to tell my kids, man. David, I know you guys. You be trying to yeah, inspire I, your I, kids. I think I tell most of my kids. Some of them, I don't, just, I don't talk to them because I get they get lost. <laughs> I think they I, lost like four out of six. I usually talk to at least four out of six of them. Okay. Oh wow, you know, that's a good percentage. You don't gave up yeah. on two of them. Nah, it ain't that. It's just you just forget. Like, did I talk to him today? Did I talk to her today? Like you. Get lost. You need to put sticky notes on them. Exactly. In there. That's when after I talk, I say, "Okay, I talked to you today." There so you, you go. You <laughs> yeah. 
There's got to be a classification system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shirts and skins or something. Red yeah. sticky note on the head. When I, oh, shirts and skins. Yeah. That's you funny. Put a star <laughs> stick on the head after I talk to him. All right. Well, shout out to anybody watching. Look, a little bit of hard work. Like, you literally can just, <laughs> something small can turn into something big. And I'm, we hoping that happens with this podcast. Please spread the word about Joker Day. Anyway, you back go. to your interview. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it sounds like you've been putting in that work, though. So I, mean, I done done a lot. I'm tired. But I've been on some really cool projects. In fact, one of the last ones, I, one of the ones I'm on right now, just launched um, in April. It, it built basically a real simple an instrument. Um, to be uh, launched on a satellite to collect um, pollution data as okay. it crosses a, across the um, United States and the world um, to collect pollution data data in the troposphere, the a part of the atmosphere. So, you know, so people can analyze it and so we got better breathing conditions and things like that as time goes on. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. That's a short <clears throat> answer. It's called tempo. Nice. I like how, and I like how you weren't afraid to not assume that we knew the part of the atmosphere called right, the atmosphere. Right, I was, yeah, that's, the, yeah, I appreciate that too. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I appreciate the fact that she's a part of the atmosphere for the <laughs> dummies for the, <laughs> the room. <laughs> I know you got, you got Bloods and Crips, you got Capulets Montagues. Mm-hmm. Is it gang gang between Space Force and NASA? Do y'all got beef? Uh, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I tell a whole joke about Space Force. Because it sounds somewhere, it sounds like somewhere that Wally Coyote went to work. Right. It don't sound real. It, it, it don't, don't sound it, it real. Sound, but it is real. It's real, yeah. but it sounds stupid. It does. It does. It does. It does. I just want to know if you see Space Force in the streets. Like y'all doing no signs. On, on, on site. Yeah, it's on site. <laughs> on site, okay. Right. It's like, what are y'all doing? The slogan, may the force be with you? What is I hope not. I mean, that makes, that, that makes the most sense. Yeah. That makes the most sense. May the force be with you. It just sounds so dumb. Space Force. Yeah. I wouldn't tell nobody I was in it. Yeah. I tell them I sell crack. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something I could be proud of. Yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Can you imagine coming your your child coming home and saying, Mama, I just got in Space Force. Can you just sell crack? Yeah, you like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not telling nobody you that. Drugs. that right. yeah. I'm yeah. not telling nobody that. Your grandma is also somebody that you talked about in your stand Oh, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. there any stories you want to share? I know oh. there's some stuff oh, yeah. I want to give it away, but oh, it, no. she had an interesting job, if I'm not mistaken. Well, her yeah. job, which if you want to, well, she was a neighborhood entrepreneur. Okay. There you go. Uh huh. That's it. So, some neighborhoods had a candy lady. My not, grandma was a neighborhood bookie. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> And uh, she used to book numbers and um, have poker games when I was growing up. And the part of the, the poker games from Friday to Monday morning with the neighborhood gangsters. I mean, and we talking about the 70s, so we talking about people around Bumpy Johnson's era and people like that. Mm-hmm. So um, they used to be in the house with their long coats and their suits and their hard bottom shoes and their hats. Mm-hmm. And they would be sitting around the table and um, they would play poker from Friday to Monday. The summer before um, I went away to college, there used to be a man that would come by every day mm-hmm. to pick up the slips to take to, I guess, I forget what the term is, but they would take it to the spot where they would place the bets. Uh-huh. Anyway, I don't know what happened to Mr. Lex. That was Mr. Lex. Now I'm getting ready to go away to my New England college right. for a proper education, but here I am running numbers for my grandmama. Well, one day I took the uh, numbers up to the spot. Oh. 
which was an empty apartment in one of the nice buildings in Harlem. Like vacant? Okay. Vacant as hell. Okay. Not the apartment building, but the uh, not but the apartment where I dropped the slips off at was not occupied by anybody. Gotcha. But I went up there one day and to drop the slips off and it was a bunch of grown men in the same suits and overcoats and hats. Right. In an empty apartment with nothing but card tables and folding chairs before they became popular like here. Just like <laughs> before they made it down what to, uh, yeah. to what was it, Alabama? Yeah. 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 And there was a card table with money piled up to here. Whoa. Just cash. And it made me nervous. And I told my grandma, I said, I need to get out the business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to Providence to go to college. I can't be up on no RICO charges because I'm dropping all numbers for you. I don't know if somebody going to come up here and rob this place. I don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. So I had to get out the business. It was hard, but she let me loose. She let you loose. It wasn't like no blood in, blood out. No, no. Okay. She didn't. She didn't whip my get, ass. Okay. <laughs> she did enough of that. But that, up. but that happened for real. I was like, I can't come back up here and drop these numbers off. Right. <laughs> Black was hot. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Just money trees. Yeah. yeah. They were so was, was shading themselves from money trees. Yeah. So I was a part time gangster, y'all, when I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> we had tennis that was nuts. I remember one day um, a guy that lived in a studio apartment in our building was having an argument with his girlfriend that he had a baby with. He had a mm-hmm. girlfriend, a baby, and a big ass pit bull dog. Well, he got mad at everybody and put the crib in the hallway, put the baby out, put the girl out, put the dog out. <laughs> Dang. He put the baby out. He put the crib baby in the Andrew. hallway. <laughs> that's, that's, that's love that he went wrong. That's, that's, I'm that's like, a man scorned. Yeah. yeah. All y'all got to get out. Did, but the whole crib was in the hallway. Bro, everybody got to get out. You know like, ice cold. You got to yeah, slide a crib. I, can, yeah. I don't care that you're not uh, toilet trained. Just get out. Right. <laughs> How you tell the baby get to step? You gotta the baby go. can't even walk. You the baby go. can't step. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get out of here. What I was interested in is like people's response to you initially when you started doing stand up like your friends and family what was the initial response well they were very supportive you know i mean i think i had 60 people at my um grad show mm. uh-huh. but you know i don't know where they at now <laughs> yeah <but it> is. <laughs> you know how it is yeah. but um i always was told i was funny or whatever but yeah. i guess i had no way to really kind of arrange it or yeah. put it in a package yeah and um doing Doing uh, the improv the, because the improv really helps me just be off the cuff and just yeah it really has trained that muscle because besides taking classes at Push I went ahead and went and took all the classes at the Upright Citizen Brigade in New York which okay. is you know the world famous UCB and um, shout and out UCB shout out UCB all those people that started it starting older I got a whole lot of stuff to to pull from yeah. it's yeah. stuff that I haven't even touched on yet yeah. Like, I even got more stories about the rock store in my experience. Right. I'm sure yeah, you do. I, I guarantee you. You should have. Yeah. Especially what, I mean, how bad does someone else's drug habit have to be for you to go to a 12-step program? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like that's yeah. Okay. They have yeah. those for people that ain't doing drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I know they got ones for people that are like um children of alcoholics. Al- Alateen. And um mm-hmm. Uh, like I think just the children of substances in general, but yeah, they it, have a it, term ACOA, <laughs> adult children of alcoholics. I think one thing that people um, <clears throat> mistake is they think that things are mutually exclusive, like or like if I do something that is isolated, like it's, it's just not, me. It's mm, nothing you can do that doesn't affect yeah. someone else. It's it, so weird. It, it it is, and so um yeah, I I became an Al-Anon star. I became a group representative and went to state meetings and city meetings and I got I was so good at it because he was so good at what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense though. You know, one of the symptoms of like when you go through things like that, you can like to deal with it, you can become like an overachiever too. Yeah. And it seemed like I mean I'm looking at your ring, like I'm liking what you did, cause like you did the use a start Avon. Mm-hmm. You took a yeah. tip job and turned, and turned it into, into a, a career. Tour. Yeah, <laughs> careers. You went to push. We didn't get. We didn't really talk about that. But you Man, started. Was you started whole committees Man, to bring diversity and everything there. And that, yeah. like so, where you go, like you you're leaving a place differently than the way you found. It. I, I try to. So my hat is off to you. Thank you. For that. I respect that. And Thank I think you. That's dope. Well, everybody that we bring on the show, uh, we like to do a segment called Sit Down to mm-hmm. Stand Up. Okay. Sit Down to Stand Up just simply means we want to workshop. <clears throat> okay. Sit down with you, workshop a bit that you might be working on, help you get it ready for the stage. Of course, if you don't like our suggestions, of course you don't have to take them. <laughs> Being 62, um, I got to stay at the doctor because there's always something aching, breaking, dripping, or leaking. Going to the doctor is a challenge because you have to make doctor's appointments. Doctor's appointments is probably the reason why our healthcare system is so jacked up in America right now. Why is that? Because, why does it take <laughs> a text, an email, and several phone calls to make an appointment? You talking about all the confirmations they be Yes. Saying, right? I got you, I got you. Yes. Then they send you not only one email to confirm, then they sent you another one to not only confirm your appointment, to, but to sign into the portal to do it. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. You make the appointment, and they want you to come there 15 minutes before the damn appointment even start. Just in case you got to fill out some more. Some more damn forms. <laughs> right, right, right. Didn't y'all know I was coming? <laughs> I got you. They want you to come early. Why? Every time I come early, I have to wait. So if my appointment is at 3.30, I'm coming at 3.29. Do whatever you will with that one minute. And don't show up five minutes late for your appointment. Right. Now you late. Now they want to charge you a no-show fee. Right. But I'm standing right here. I told y'all it was coming three different ways and confirmed. Y'all are stalking me at this point. Leave me alone, you thirsty-ass dentist. Mm. <laughs> That's a weird... <laughs> That's a weird combination of words, a thirsty dentist. Thirsty. <laughs> Leave me alone, you thirsty ass dentist. Just want to get in my mouth and do nasty stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. We might have to go to commercial break. I hate the dentist. But anyway, that's one of my new jokes. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to go first or you? I got something. Go ahead. I got something too, okay. but you do it. Right. So, have you considered... Alright, so we see what's angering you and what your complaint is. Mm -hmm. So, I have some suggestions 
on why they might be doing it. Why? They, they might be doing it because they know nobody want to deal with it. So it's it's kind of like... I mean, like you said, like thirsting, like they begging, like, hey, hey, you still, you still, you still, you still, you still, you still interested? Still you, you know, you know, you know, I need to see you, baby. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, I need to see you. Come and tell every you. six months. <laughs> but see, when they when they send me the confirmations, mm. they'll send them to my wife. They send them like they don't just send them to me. See what I mean? Yeah, they send them there. What's like, wrong they send with them? them? Everybody I know. One of my jokes is the dentist is is spraying water in and sucking water out, and mm. he has turned me into a spitter and not a swallower. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate the dentist. Oh Donna! I know. These are just. I didn't say anything nasty. Those are just suggestive. Yeah, suggestive. Yeah, suggestive. There you go. Suggestive. I was taking the angle when we were talking about uh, the doctor and all the confirmations. And like they want you to get there at a certain time, doing all of this stuff. Like, is it like they testing you to see how bad you really want to be healed? Almost it's like almost it's like a, a like bad. Put, it's like go ahead. What's it's you? like a bad relationship. It's like <laughs> I want you to prove your love yeah, to that's me. What I'm saying. Like prove, like prove how much you want this healing. The dentist is an <laughs> evil person. <laughs> yeah, I like my dentist. I like my. I got a good relationship with my dentist. He he has a he has a villain's laugh though. See what I mean? Yeah, he got a like. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> Oh no! Let me tell you what my dentist did to me That's one day. Laugh, my dentist know that. <laughs> oh God, he's something wrong with him. And they have no bedside manner or None. chair side manner. None. He knows I'm a comedian. He asked me one day when I got in the chair. Um, well, so how's everything? Um going with the comedy or something. I said, it's going fine or something. I was starting to tell him something. He's like, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, why you ask me? He's like, over what? See? Again, it just keeps going on and on and on. I don't know. I forgot to edit this out. I hate him. I'm see? ashamed of myself. It's okay. This can go a whole lot of ways. I'm glad I everybody, could provide. I care about your little comedy over there. I know. Right. He really said, I don't really care. He actually said that. I'm like, what to say? F you, dentist. <laughs> just finish cleaning my mouth and spray the water in and suck the water out so I can get out of here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so, uh, well, yeah, thank you for coming on thank and you. doing the show with us. Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody. Uh, your information, like where to find you on social, your You can website. find me on social media, Comedian Donna Lewis, pretty much on everything, but I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up Comedian Donna Lewis. I'm the, I'm, I'll have the little uh, the little cartoon with me in the spacesuit. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Tell the people where to find you. Uh, DavidGriffinComedy.com. David Griffin Comedy across all the other stuff. If you go to the website, you'll find the rest of it. You don't want to shout out the podcast? Coffee and Beignets podcast. Me and my wife, Jennifer Griffin. Uh, listen to it. <laughs> you can find me at LionelHarris.com. Links to shows and uh, upcoming events and the podcast, whatever, all my social. Comedian Lionel Harris on Facebook. And, of course, for the Joker Day podcast, at Joker Day podcast. So thank you guys for Listening, it was a fun episode. <clears throat> I'm ashamed of myself, but I'm probably gonna make an appointment with it's the dentist, so I gotta Ooh. go. Peace, y'all. Stay black, fight the power. Mm. <laughs>